but that's what you get for peeking at the Pope's girdle. <laughs> hey, everybody! <laughs> Welcome to another episode of Tell Me About Your Damn Book. I'm your host, Stephen Lomer. And my guest sitting to my, my right, right here, she's a little bit late today because uh, she was off firing her parrot rifle. Um, that's not a euphemism. <laughs> <laughs> Although maybe it is. <laughs> it could. It certainly could be. But either way, please welcome Katrina Fiorella. Thank you for having me. Thank you so much for being here. Glad I made it. <laughs> yeah, me too. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, you are a fantasy sci-fi writer. Yes. How many books have you written so far? <laughs> so I've got one self-published book. Okay. Um, but that's one in a series of started as six um it's mm -hmm. kind of gone to eight uh-huh and it's then, kind of gone to eight you know ideas happen sure and, ideas happen you know. yep yep and then like this crazy idea i had for a show right yeah. <laughs> sure sure that happens um so that's just the one series and then i've written many many other things on the side that okay are some are just for fun projects some mm -hmm. are you know maybe for after my series that's my problem is I write too much sometimes and I don't focus on one thing. Mm -hmm. So, you know, trying to okay. <laughs> focus more on my series currently. So. Okay, fair enough. Mm -hmm. Now I've got a few notes here. Mm -hmm. And uh, this says that you live in southern New Hampshire. I do. Uh, you take fantastic quests in books, in <laughs> games, and in writing. Is I that a, a fair statement? That is how okay. I classify my life. <laughs> All right, fair enough. And this, this of course, is going to open up a Pandora's box right here <laughs> that you, you travel back to the 1860s yes. as a Civil War soldier. Not but, literally. Right, but, but, but let's, let's <laughs> talk about that anyway. So, sure. so it's, it's, it's Civil War recreations, is that, am I understanding that correctly? Yes, Civil War reenacting. Civil War reenacting, yes. Okay, so, so first tell me how you got into that. Um, so horses have always been a part of my life okay. and um, <laughs> I've been riding for a very long time and my mother, um, a good friend of hers, was the captain of a group and was like, oh, why don't you, I was 12 maybe at the time, have her come on in and hang out with us so she can ride the horses and now my whole family is in it, including my wonderful boyfriend. <laughs> uh huh. Okay. Back into the dark side. Okay. All right. So, uh, yeah. so how long have you been doing the reenactments? So twelve, fifteen-ish years. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> now, is it like an annual thing, a semi-annual thing? Do you do it every weekend? What so, What's the story with that? Depends. Okay. Um, it's definitely seasonal. We do it. Usually, I mean, technically our first event is sometimes St. Patrick's Day. We'll do a parade. Okay. Um, but we do a lot of weekend events, which are mostly through the summer. Mm -hmm. um, and they can be, depending on the year, every weekend or every other weekend. It's been slowing down a little bit, so we've been doing about one a month. Um, and we go down wherever we're going Friday night, mm -hmm. and then we come home Sunday. I see. Oh, yeah. so like an entire weekend of Civil War yes. debauchery. For the most part, yes. Nice. Yep. <laughs> nice. And, and, and before we, we uh, transition to another topic, just so that the people know, what, what is a, a parrot rifle? Um, so it looks essentially like a cannon. Okay. So a lot of people will see it and just think cannon, but uh -huh. you want to get real technical, it is not a cannon. Okay. Um, but yeah, it looks like a cannon and it takes, usually we have a six man crew on it mm -hmm. to load it and we shoot blanks, obviously. That's no live firing. So. My goodness. Um, but we have live fired with it. Really? It's very, very cool. That is hardcore. It is. It is. And then there's also, so that we have a 10 pound parrot. 
Okay. And then another group has a, what they call a three-inch ordnance rifle. Uh-huh. Um, so that's more of a smooth bore, if that means anything to anybody. <laughs> Whereas ours is spiked. I've been called a smooth bore <laughs> at a few points in my in my career. In Jones. fact, maybe people are thinking that about me right <laughs> now. I don't know. It's hard to say. Okay, let's talk about let's talk about writing. So, uh, how did you originally uh, get into writing? What what drew you to it? I don't know really. I've always loved to read. Okay. You know, we had story time when I was little, and my mother always read to me. And mm-hmm. I think maybe that probably had something to do with. I just, for as long as I remember, I've always written stories and. Um, so now, then, what drew you towards sci-fi and fantasy? Oh, probably, no doubt, Harry Potter. Ah. Um, you know, definitely was into that. I was probably around 10 when the series, well, the first book, anyways, came out. Oh, so um, you were, like, hoping for your letter from Hogwarts. Yeah, obviously. Because you, yeah. you were turning 11 <laughs> and thinking, okay, and thinking, well. Yes, here I am. Yes, yep, it's yep, time. Definitely. It's time for me to get my owl, sure. Yeah, she, yeah, she never came, so I <laughs> just put myself in my own magical world sure there you go yeah so. yeah that makes perfect sense and, and science fiction i mean was there something that um, drew you toward that that's been a more recent interest um i think it was an undergrad i had taken um an apocalyptic writing course Ooh, that sounds like fun and it really was and a couple and we dabbled in sci-fi and whatever and we read um Something about sheep. It's a weird. Oh, do androids dream of electric sheep? Oh, okay. Philip K. Dick. <laughs> yes. Oh, okay. Philip yes. So yeah, I, I I love that book, and ever since then I've been yeah dabbling more into sci-fi. Okay. And exploring it. Okay. So. Uh, traditional pub or self-pub? Uh, so currently I'm self-published. Self-published. Um, but traditional is kind of what I'd like to pursue. Okay. And what I am trying to pursue. Well, sure, that's where the so, big, big money is. Right, so who yeah. Who wouldn't want to pursue that? Exactly. You'd be a fool not to go after right. a traditional pub. Yeah. How has, uh, how has Indie Pub been for you? Um, so right now it's not much. I've really just started this year. Okay. I'm kind of doing that. Um, and I haven't been doing as much as I could be because I want to rewrite the entire series. So, Why? <laughs> because I'm an anal author. I mean, I, what more is it than that? <laughs> I, I mean, let's be honest. This is, I, authors are perfectionists. I. It's. It's it's fine that you're a perfectionist author. I don't know if we want to classify you as an anal author. <laughs> no, probably not. I I I'm just saying. Why don't we both have a sip? And <laughs> I haven't had anything to drink today. That's impressive. Yes. Okay, so an anal author. Very good. Very I good. Just... <laughs> Back to so, the so topic on here. Okay, yes, you want to rewrite. Um, You're not happy with no. the series and you want to rewrite it. Yes. Are you actually going to pursue that? I was supposed to who, over who, the summer. Who was supposed to make... Oh, I it was, was self-imposed. Was, you were. Yeah. You told yes. yourself you, yes. you have to. And then yeah. this is late September. Yeah. Okay. I had an editor and I told her, oh yeah, a couple months. It's been like six well, she knows you're an anal editor, so an anal author. <laughs> an anal author. Not, not an anal, oh my God, now everybody's now an anal something. <laughs> I guess I'm an anal host. 
That's even worse. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> do you cosplay? Uh, you know, I would love to. The only cosplaying I do is Halloween. Okay. Um, but I did. I gotta say, I made a great dress for um, Merida mm -hmm. from Brave. Back when I had my horse. <laughs> um, so we did pose for pictures for that. I made it scratch with the help of my grandmother. Wow. I have to say that in case she ever sees this. Okay. <laughs> I have to give her credit. Okay. <laughs> but I think it came out awesome. Okay. And I wish I could do it more. Nice. All right. Well, something has come between us. As you can see, uh, something has materialized. It looks like some fine literature uh, is now on the table. So I, I guess we've reached that point uh, for the phrase that pays. So Katrina Fiorella, tell me about your damn book. So this is Calliope. Okay. She is my heroine. Okay. Um, Calliope is the central character yes. in Calliope. Yes. Okay. <laughs> Calliope All right. Calliope is the character okay. in Calliope. Okay. Um, she is a witch. Uh-huh who, at least in this book, she's created by another witch to basically take over the world. Nice. Um, it was a world that was once inhabited by witches, mm -hmm. and they were actually um, banished for just getting out of control. They were just crazy, crazy witches. Out of control witches. Yeah. God. I mean, what else? Sure. No, yeah. Sure. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> so they were banished, and the world was repopulated essentially by just mortal humans. Okay. Um, and over the years, there were a few that were in hiding, witches. I should clarify. Mm -hmm. Witches were in hiding. Witches were in hiding. Okay. And one of them was Scarletta. Okay. So she is the the villain of the story. Ah. Of this story. Okay. Um, and she has created Calliope to be a tool in her war against, um, specifically in this book, the kingdom of Librana. But there are several other kingdoms that kind of come into play as well. Um, and she's just trying to get her revenge. Scarletta is, wants witches back. Aha. Uh -huh. Okay. So, All right. Uh, so it, uh, it's a completely self-contained fantasy world. It right. does not cross over right. in, into our world. Nope. Okay. It is the world of Precanto. 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 Okay. Yes. Nice. I like it. Um, what prompted you to write this this particular book? Um, so it all started, um, honestly, from a dream. I had a dream of like one particular scene mm -hmm. that is. Of course, it had to be in the book. Sure, yeah. Um, so it was just one scene, and from there, it, I pretty much did a short story around the scene. Okay. And that grew into a novella, mm -hmm. which was published okay. on, on Amazon, and for some reason, removed. And then I... Thanks, Amazon. I, yeah, thanks, Amazon. <laughs> I don't know what happened there, but... Um, so I had started to write a sequel for it, and decided to just put the two novellas together into mm -hmm. a novel. Okay. And are you working on a follow-up to it? Is it going to be a series? There is a, yeah, so it's um, a, there's a prequel, there's okay. a sequel, and there's potentially like five others wow. that are kind of, they're outlined uh -huh. and, you know. Um, and is it, uh, I, I hate to ask this given what we, <laughs> what we just talked about, but is it available on Amazon? Um, Lulu. It's, it's, I moved it. I said, "Screw Amazon." 
There goes my entire future with Amazon. <laughs> yeah, it's said, on. Screw Amazon. <laughs> well, okay, let, let's let, let's talk about that briefly because I, I you're not the only author that I know that has moved from uh, uh, Amazon to Lula. Shout out to uh, Kara Kamo, the girl with the blue hair, uh, awesome. has also done that. She is mm -hmm. awesome. Um, what are what are the uh, what are the pros and cons of switching from Amazon to Lulu? I mean, when I was on Amazon, I wasn't that active so it was kind of through Gradable okay and they were a program that offered you little things to do mm -hmm. in exchange for money to help pay off your student loans so <laughs> this was years Sorry. ago <laughs> they offered you little things to do little, for money oh they were very little and it was very menial money okay and that's probably why they went under it didn't last very long okay um, but one of the things they wanted. <laughs> Don't look them up online. <laughs> no, I'm not gonna. <laughs> um, <laughs> they don't know there anyways. <laughs> no, yeah, no. <laughs> I have to give them some kind of credit though, because one of the things they wanted was a novella uh -huh. published, and that's how uh, that was the, the genesis of yes, <laughs> That okay. was the novella version. Okay. Um, so that kind of got my butt into gear with that. Okay. So they took the novel and they actually designed the lovely cover. So I can't... It is a very cool cover. It is, honestly, yeah. yeah. So for season one of Tell Me About Your Damn Book, we had a segment called uh, Questions from the Great Unwashed. Mm. And those were questions that were submitted via social media and it was always a fiasco because, um, you know, you ask people and God knows what you're going to get. So we have... Uh, we have set it up now for season two. We are where we're doing the five. Which is five standardized questions that we're asking every author who comes on. So are you willing, ready, and able to I feel like I'm on a game show. To answer the five. I'm ready for They're the not, five. It's not, it's not trivia. It's, <laughs> um, it's actual okay. like questions that actual. you'll be able to answer. Yeah. So okay. you, All right. you good with the five? Sure. Yeah. Okay. Not as excited about if I can't win money, but. You don't know that you're not going to win money. It's true. <laughs> Just answer them and we'll talk. All right. All right. There you go. <laughs> Question one. If they published an author's yearbook today and you were in it, what would you be voted most likely to do? <laughs> Um, <laughs> I'm very excited about this answer. Most likely to promise to rewrite a book and never do it. Wow. <laughs> I have to like, what kick myself for that. <laughs> <laughs> I need to be better at that. Okay. All right. Well, now you have it on video forever. <laughs> forever. <to laughs> remind yourself Remember, to do that. Future Katie's going to look at this. and. Future Katie. Yeah, hey, how you doing? Nice to see you. I hope you're doing better than I am right now. <laughs> I'm sure you're doing wonderfully. <laughs> I'd like to think so. Question two. Which four faces would appear on your author's Mount Rushmore? Are we talking like people or am I just making four faces to the camera right now? <laughs> <laughs> wow. No one has like, interpreted how? it that way. I don't know why that's hey, I'm I, you can You can make four faces four if you want, but really no, what I we're don't. looking for is the, your four favorite authors who you authors. would put on your Mount Rushmore. 
Does it have to be authors? Yes, it does. Oh. I'm afraid you're constrained <laughs> by the question. This is a, a, a show about books, right? They told you I that know. when you came in, yeah. right? So <laughs> it sort of like ties in okay. with that a All little right. bit. I guess I can make that work. Okay. Four, huh? I, I assume we're putting J.K. Rowling on there. Yeah, I guess we would have to do that. Okay. Well, we don't have to. I, well, you're, you're, yeah. you're the one who's answering. We gotta give I'm her, just trying to help. <laughs> we got to give her credit where credit is due. Okay. She was an inspiration okay. for a 10-year-old me. All right. So yeah, J.K. Rowling. Um. You know, uh, I'm hearing, I'm getting something in my earpiece here. Philip K. Dick. Yeah. Uh, is yes, someone he would be who should there. be okay. Good. Um, this is a good Mount Rushmore so far. Probably Stephen King. Uh huh. Sure. Stephen King. Even though I don't really read him, he's. I've I've read his biographies. Mm -hmm. um, what was it called? On Writing, I believe. On Writing, yes. Yes. Amazing and book. It really, honestly, yeah, I I really enjoy that and. I had to do, I had to read it for a class, but it was one of those things where, you know, you buy your book, and then when the class is over, you get rid of it because you never want to do it again. Right, whatever. Sure. But um, I definitely held on to that one. Okay. Um. So Rowling, Dick, King. You have you have one more in the. Uh, I think it's Teddy Roosevelt spot. Yeah. If you're going left to right, I, I don't know about Rushmore. The audience is trying to signal me a name. I think I think the audience. I'm hearing in my earpiece. I believe <laughs> the audience is trying to communicate Tolkien. Oh shoot! Yeah. Is that is that yeah. is that what I'm hearing? Totally. Tolkien. Yes. Yeah, definitely. He would okay. be in there too. Okay. There you go. I did it. Nice. Good job. <laughs> it shouldn't have been that hard, but. <laughs> It's been a long day. It has. I understand. Honestly. I totally understand. For you, for me, for, for all of us. Yes. Yes. Okay. Yeah, there you go. Question three. What's something about you that, if revealed, would surprise and amaze those who know you best? Because no one's going to know. Something. I could, I could totally lie. You could. So in a past life, uh -huh. I was totally Superwoman. Who is Superwoman? For real. Superwoman's totally a thing. Oh. She's the opposite of Superman. Ah, <laughs> uh, I'm getting, I'm hearing in my earpiece that she, that's actually Supergirl. No, I'm not super, sure there is a Supergirl. Super I know she's Supergirl, but uh -huh. I'm not juvenile girl. Like, why is it Superman? Why Supergirl? No, it's, it's Superwoman. And why would you have been Superwoman in a past life? Why would yeah. you have been a fictional character in a, in a past... Okay, all right. Question you four. You wanted a quick answer. Question <laughs> four. What, what is your favorite curse word, and in what phrase would you be most likely to use it? I'm sure this is much easier. <laughs> um, I would probably definitely have to say fuck. Okay. Fuck, I'm all about fuck. Okay. <laughs> and... and <laughs> <laughs> I could refer back to an earlier conversation, but I, I won't. Uh, and what phrase would you be most likely to use fuck? I do try to get very creative with my fuckage. Um, with your <laughs> my fuck uses. Fuckage? My okay. fuckage, Actually, yeah. fuckage is a, fuck, that's yeah. a tremendous phrase right That's what I mean, right? right? Yeah. I want to be creative in any sense that I can when it comes to my swearing. Okay. I take swearing very personally. Okay. So this was the question for you right here. Right. We just skip yeah. right to it. I mean, it's all about... It's all about the swear. <laughs> okay, so so within fuckage, which, what what's your most likely uh, phrase? It's usually that people would hear? it's usually some version of like fucking a. Ah, okay, know? yeah, that's, that's a popular simple. one. It's simple. It is. Uh -huh. um, um, what else? 
person I done. Fucking A is is kind of a positive thing though. What what about like the angry it could side be. of? Could be. Um, straight up fuck you. Ah, I mean, nice. It's a classic. You really can't go wrong with a good fuck you. Okay. Nice. I hope my mother never watches this. Or your grandmother. <laughs> grandmother. The other, that was the other thing. But yeah. <laughs> And, and number five. <laughs> Thank goodness. That was tedious. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> if the world ended right after this video, what final message would you want to convey to your fans? Um, clear your browser history. <laughs> Always. Okay, wait. Okay, hold, wait. You want your fans to clear their browser history? I, I would want them to, to take with them the advice that if they knew they were going to die or to clear. I don't want them to clear my browser history because I don't need them to see that. But, I mean, if you, you know, and we're in my situation, like, clear, clear that shit. Clear, clear <laughs> that. Clear that shit. Clear that fucking also, shit. <laughs> also... <laughs> Uh, the world is ending, so I, I don't know if browser history oh, is going true. to be... Oh, that's true. It's not just me. I misinterpreted. It's not, you know... I was thinking my world was just... <laughs> no, the, whole, <laughs> the whole world? The whole okay. world, yes. What, well, what the would fuck you... doesn't matter what I, I say. Because the just, whole world I, is going to end. just a question. But you fuck have... You. You, <laughs> you're, you're telling your fans, fuck you, as their final message? As they're all going to be gone. <laughs> but why would you send them off to, ob to oblivion? To that's oblivion. why I say, fuck you. I mean, obviously, they support... Supporting do they they bought Calliope? They're well, fans of, of in, Katrina Fiorella, right? In my world, I have no fans. Okay. So. I guess right. if I did, I I guess I. Could. Well, you'll have fans now. Uh, oh I God! Mean, this after is this, not what I want. My fans goodness, <laughs> you will have fans. They're not gonna be the kind of fans I want. I'm sure. <laughs> you don't know that. <laughs> I don't know. You this, can't. You can't have be, any way of knowing that. This could be my moment. It could Somebody be. Somebody could see this and be like, that chick is fucking awesome. <laughs> I'm, sh <laughs> I'm sure they will. Uh, I can dream. Uh, you know what? I'm just going to thank all of Katrina's fans for all of their love and support over the years. Uh, thank you. Because she... Uh, seems to think that fuck you is a proper epitaph. <laughs> a proper. I think I think we should thank all of those all people. Right. So thank you. you. Thank, thank you. And uh, that's a perfect segue for me to thank Katrina <laughs> Fiorella for her appearing on Tell Me About Your Damn Book. Once again, the book is Calliope. It's available on Lulu. Lulu, yes. Lulu.com. Screw yes. you, Amazon. <laughs> fuck you, Amazon. <laughs> Just straight up fuck you. We'll be real here. <laughs> Cheers. Cheers. <laughs>